podcast. Tell your mama. (laughs) Have you ever met someone that you just had a connection with instantly? Maybe it's a best friend or significant other. Or maybe even a random stranger who you make eye contact with as you're both rolling your eyes at the difficult person in the checkout line in front of you. It's just some person who from the moment you meet them, you know, this person gets me. I feel like most of us have at least one of those people in our lives. Maybe some of us don't, and maybe some of us have more than one. If you are one of the lucky ones and have a person like this in your life, you know what a gift they are to you. On today's episode of the Vagabond Missions podcast, our guest is Maddie Burns. Maddie is a former missionary who worked in Steubenville, Ohio with us for three years. Maddie will be sharing a story of a special connection she had with the team. And as an added bonus, you will hear a song that Maddie wrote and recorded about this special connection. Take a listen. Um, Well, I didn't expect to have to go to her funeral. A year ago in October, it was, it was definitely out of the blue. Um, It just a really hard moment for all of us, but it just kind of took me back to when when I first started with the Vagabond in Steubenville and I was completely out of my element, had no idea what I was doing and meeting each teen was just, um, every time it was overwhelming. you know, and I, I was really young. I felt like, you know, kind of a little bit, like I said, in over my head. But I remember when I met her, she, she was just such a complicated person, but so gentle, too. Um, you know, she she could be difficult at times, which every teen is difficult. It doesn't matter, you know, where they come from or you know, what their background is. Every team can be difficult, but she had, was particularly complex, I think. Um, but it just taught me so much. And every memory that I have with her, I, I really appreciate because, um, I, I don't know, I just felt like she gave me a, a really deep glimpse into who she was. I remember she used to come to Mass with us before she was even confirmed, before she was even you know, fully into the church. And Something that really connected and bonded us is just that we really love to write. Um, I like to write music, and she just loved to write poetry. And so, I don't know if you guys know this, but sometimes she and I and one other person would go down to the underground after after church, and we would just sit there. And the underground had such big windows, so it would like on nice Sunday afternoons, on sunny days, it would just be so beautiful in there. Um, and we would just sit for like an hour and a half and write. Um, and I still wonder to this day, you know, where those, those journals are, because she just had journals that were just full of poetry. Um, and I, I wonder if, you know, they still have them, because I would love to, to see it. Um, she was really deep, and she, she wrote real things. She wrote, like, things that were, um, you know, a lot of metaphors in some ways, too, but it was just so real. Um, and I really think that that was a special thing that she showed me and, and not a lot of other people. So I'm really thankful for, for that time. Um, and of course, there was other times where, you know, there was a lot of fighting and a lot of not necessarily between her and I, but just with other people. And um, it was hard to watch, but I could tell that the fighting and all that 
um, just came from a, a huge source of pain in her life, um, something that I don't think I'll ever understand. I, I really don't think I'll ever understand it. Um, and yet she was still so gentle. Like, I, I don't really know how to how to explain when you see some kind of like a hard outer shell of somebody, but then when you get to know them in a different way, you see just their gentleness come out. And that's how her mom always described her too. You know, her mom obviously knew her best, but um, yeah. So that's one of my favorite memories being with her when I was in Steubenville and something, again, I'm just really thankful for, but after I left Steubenville, um, you know, my time there, it was hands down the hardest two and a half, three years of my life, but the most rewarding. I mean, it kept completely shaped who I am. There's no, no day goes by that I don't think about it and think about the people that I met there. And I still get hit up all the time by teens. Sometimes we'll chat in the middle of the night and just like laugh or crying or laughing so hard. Um, but I went back last October uh, just to visit and see some folks. And she was the first person that I saw when I came back. We ran into each other at Kroger. And and I told her that we should get together again later in uh, over the weekend. Um, and we drove her home from Kroger. I think it was me and another person because I didn't have a car there. We drove her home from Kroger. And I didn't see her the rest of the weekend, actually. We talked a little bit, um, and I was actually with Mark on the night, on Sunday night. I just got a call, and she had died. It doesn't really matter how she died. I mean, she's just not here with us anymore. Um, And it just broke my heart, broke all of our hearts. And she's so young. And so much life left to live. She had already been through so many things and I can just think about in my mind how that would have helped her grow into the woman that she was supposed to be. But I know that trust God with her life. And the reason I trust God with her life is because one time before she got confirmed, I picked her up. I picked her up to literally go to the Easter Vigil and she gets in the van. It's just me and her. She gets in the van. She said, I'm not doing it. I said, what do you mean you're not doing it? She said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to get confirmed. And she's like, I don't really want to. I don't know if I believe in it. And I do not remember our conversation. I Like, it's it's a blank conversation in my mind. It's almost just like, I remember her first saying, I don't want to get confirmed. And then I have no idea what we talked about after that. But she did it. She she stayed with me in the van. She's, and at the end of our talk, she was just like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And I just think to myself, and I thought about it at her funeral, like, God, I don't know. I I don't have any idea why he chose me at that time, because there were tons of other people that were picking up kids and whatnot, but I just happened to be with with her. And God used me at that time um, to have that particular conversation and speak through me, because obviously I don't even remember what was said, but she got confirmed and she was brought into the church, you know? And when I think about that, as I was at her funeral, I just can't help but see this brilliant plan that he had for her life. But she experienced so much while she was alive 
And one of the things that I realized about her life was that she experienced some of the darkest pain, especially in addiction, that any of us will ever know. And I have this theory that, like, pain carves you out until you become just, like, a bull almost. And you, you're not always in that pain, but it just carves parts of you that are able to fill other things, like joy and love and peace so much deeper than if you'd never experienced the pain. Did, did you, um, <clears throat> you know, during that time when, when you were, <clears throat> you know, see, seeing her pain, um, you know, and hearing about her story, like, did, did it, did it make you think about your own pain, your own heart? Like, did it, did it bring up any demons or, or was it, were you just so focused on her? No, I mean, that's obviously one of the big reasons why we connected so deeply is because we got each other on a, on a different level. Um, we went through different experiences. I don't have her lived experience and she doesn't have mine, but we understood, I think, mental health a little bit in, in each other. We understood um, both of us just feel things really deeply. And so especially when uh when she passed because i went up so so she died on a sunday and then she was buried the next week so i went back to raleigh and then came back up to susanville for four or five days later um and it, it just reminded me so much of what i had been through the past two and a half years too um you know and just to be faithful to God in a sense of, I might not understand what's going on in my life, but he does have a brilliant plan. Just like she didn't understand why she was really becoming Catholic, but she was faithful to it, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, when it, when it comes to pain, she really, she experienced it all. I think at such a, a young age. Um, just a beautiful person, really, really beautiful person. And I had, I had written a song, which I think you'll hear later. It's called to the water. Um, and the first layers are, and I'll come to the water if you'll save me. And I just think that that was how she looked at God. Like I will come if you will save me. And, and she, she did, um, and I, we, you know, we played that song at her funeral. Um, and I sent it to her mom. Her mom has that song. So I've never put it out on Spotify or anything like that, but I'd love to. But it's been really cool after she's passed to be able to share that song with her mom because she, she did say that it was really helpful for her. But I just, like, miss her, you know? Um Sometimes, because I've seen a lot of death in the past, what, like three years or more, six, five, five years, I've seen a lot of death, and we all kind of have. Um, and sometimes it makes you afraid to open up and love people, especially if they're in, like, more vulnerable situations. But I think it is so worth it. Like, you never know 
you never know when when somebody's last day is going to be. You just don't. And that's the biggest thing I think that I can take away from my time in Studentville is, and for any you know missionary that comes after, you might be so overwhelmed, mentally exhausted, physically drained, everything. It you know life might be kind of eating at you, but if you just take a moment and and breathe and realize that literally every interaction that you have with these kids or with the people around you, your roommates, your family, your coworkers, fellow missionaries, whoever, that you just don't know. So every, every moment that you have with them is very precious. And I, I honestly don't, I don't have a lot of regret with, with her because I think we were actually really intentional with each other. I'm, I feel selfish because I wish we had more time. I wish I could see her grow into you know, but the young woman that she's supposed to be, and we're actually not that far apart in age, you know, so I feel selfish in that, that I, I wish I could, you know, know more of her, but I also, like, I just, sometimes I feel like I can talk to her, you know, and I just know that Jesus really is fully with her. In a way, she was maybe skeptical of while she was alive. But because she went through so much pain in her life, probably just thinks that she has a greater capacity to love him. You know, because they can really understand each other. Because, like, I I kind of understood. I You know, we went through things, you know, similarly. But I just think when she met Jesus, she was like, it's always been you. Like, you have always been the one that's known. And so, I don't know. I just can't wait to see her again. to the water if you save me and I'll cling to the love that you gave me it can't be undone it can't be thrown away it's in my blood and I've traveled for many miles to see you there sitting on your throne I've been meaning to ask if you are the it appears to me in my dreams Oh, how long for you Oh, how I waited for you I've been hiding away In the shadow of the night But I'd like to tell you
so much for listening to this episode of Vagabond Missions Podcast. A special thanks to Maddie Burns for being our guest today. And as always, a big thank you to our producer, Dan Bozak from Aardvark Productions. My name is Mark Pirro, and it's been a pleasure to be your host. To learn more about Vagabond Missions or to join us on this adventure, please check us out at vagabondmissions.com. Peace.